Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Miles, play the fucking sirens. Yeah, you hear it. You hear the fucking sirens. You know what that means? This is an emergency. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. This is an emergency. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. It ain't a joke. It ain't playtime. It's a fucking emergency. Uh, I think you know where we're going with this. What a crazy fucking night in the NBA. Uh, I'll be honest. I wanted to go live last night right after the Magic Johnson um, resigning. Magic Johnson resigned from the NBA. and, And this time I was not. I was not sleeping. I was not taking a nap. But I was Relaxing. <clears throat> Keep all the cough smiles. Let the people know how distraught I am. Don't remove any of the cough. Sometimes uh, Miles and Jordan, the sound engineer and producers of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, aka the Dust Brothers, they will remove coughs. They will remove snorts. Uh, so we get the best listening experience. But I, uh, this was so upsetting to me. Uh, so. Um, out of the blue, uh, the Magic Johnson stepping down, resigning. Um, and some people say, well, why do you give a fuck, Mike? Why do you care? You're a Knicks fan. You should be worried about the New York Knicks. Historically, historically, Magic Johnson is one of the top three people that I have um, had in my life. It's Dr. J, Magic Johnson, 
and the great Muhammad Ali, as far as athletes, as far as uh, uh, people that are uh, uh, non-athletes, actors, it is Rocky Balboa, a.k.a. Sylvester Stallone, uh, Robert De Niro, and John Travolta. Um, but, but, Magic Johnson uh, means so much to me. He has meant so much to me. I loved him growing up. Him and Larry Bird inspired me to go on my path to become an NBA player, which failed miserably. Failed miserably. I didn't even, I didn't even come close to achieving that dream, but I have no regrets. Uh, Magic was my guy for so long. If you read my book, uh, this book has ball sports rants from the MVP of Talking Trash. I go into great detail. This is a, a, a book that I'm still very proud of. It's a soon-to-be New York Times bestseller. Uh, it's This Book Has Ball Sports Rants from the MVP of Talking Trash. Uh, it's available uh, where they sell books. It's available on uh, softcover, a.k.a. paperback, um, and audiobooks. Very proud of that book. Um, very, very proud of that book. Uh, Simon & Schuster, which is basically the Nike and Coca-Cola of book publishing put the book out last year again it's available on soft soft cover aka paperback and audiobooks now i expected magic johnson when he took the job this is pre lebron don't forget the magic has been uh, the the president of basketball operations before lebron got there i expected him to get the lakers back to dominance and championship fashion, if you remember Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard, that caused the whole beef with Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard. Eventually, uh, Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard, from what I've heard, uh, is is the reason why I have not been back on ESPN. Allegedly, allegedly, from what I heard, allegedly, um, after that whole incident, Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard. We we don't need to retract that, but basically. Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard is the person who, um, uh, him and Poppy, the human sleeping pill, who's totally unqualified. Dan Lebetard's father is unqualified to be on TV. It's, it's a one-trick pony that they've been running into the fucking ground. Uh, thankfully, ESPN has now made Stephen A. Smith their highest-paid employee. He's the only person over there left at ESPN who's really worth anything. Dick Stain, Dan Lebertard is, is an old trick, uh, and he's just, he's just part of the group there now. He's just, he's just the guy they, they, they keep around because they think, oh, we need him. There's loyalty. Uh, these hoes ain't loyal. These hoes ain't loyal. Anyway, Dick Stain, Dan Lebertard had questioned whether or not Magic should be uh, 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 running the Lakers, whether he was qualified. Uh, historically, you know how it went down. I said, well, do you think Poppy is qualified to be on TV? Because me personally, I think Poppy's a, is just a Cuban minstrel show. Uh, he's a fucking Cuban minstrel. Anyway, it started the whole Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard beef, which is one of my first uh, media beefs. You know uh, some of the other ones. Uh, Johnny Cluckhead and, of course, the, the unnameable uh, place where we worked uh, for a few months. That didn't work out because, because I'm going to tell you something. Have, have shit talk will travel. Have shit talk will travel. I talk that shit. I do not back down. 
Look me up. Okay? Player haters come out wherever I go because I'm disruptive. I am a disruptive personality, and I know that, and I also know there's good and bad that come with that. You have to have your fucking seatbelt on if you are in the I am Rappaport business. That's just going to come with it. Okay, there's going to be smooth rides, there's going to be bumpy rides, but at the end of the day, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast continues to kick ass. Let's stay focused on Magic. Magic Johnson stepped down out of nowhere last night. We've all heard it. We've all heard the quotes. He called an impromptu uh, press conference. It was impromptu to everybody uh, uh, who was there. Obviously, Magic had thought about this. Obviously, Magic isn't uh, deranged. He had been thinking about this. It seems like a complicated relationship with Jenny Bush. Is it Jeannie Bush or Jenny Bush? Jeannie Bush. Is that her fucking name? Bus. Jeannie Bus. Jeannie Bus, who is now the owner of the Lakers, who I am, I'm going to start blaming her. She's beloved. She's sweet. I've met her. She's very, very nice. Um, but I'm going to say this. She says, we run the Lakers like a family. That's a problem. That's a problem. And stop fronting. You don't run the Lakers like it's a family. It's not a family. It's a business. And you will crack that fucking business whip, Jenny Bush or Jeannie Bush, whenever you need to. So stop trying to say it's the family. It's the Lakers family. Of course, your father, Dr. Jerry Bush. Is that his fucking name? I'm all over the place with the names. Uh, Jenny, Jerry Buss, sorry. Keep it all, Miles. It's emergency podcast. I'm all fucked up. Keep it all. Do not correct it. Do not fix anything. I'm disoriented. I have trees that fell down in my backyard. There was a windstorm between the Nipsey Hustle funeral and the Nipsey Hustle memorial, which is coming tomorrow, and Magic Johnson leaving the Lakers right after Magic Johnson uh, uh, finished his press conference. Look it up. There was a fucking windstorm in the Los Angeles area that knocked down trees, shut down power. I have trees in my backyard that are down. I have literal trees that have been in the ground for years that are down on my street. Between the passing of the great Nipsey Hussle and Magic Johnson leaving L.A. was just a fucking wind tunnel of chaos. Now, Jeannie Bush, <laughs> Jeannie Buss, stop fronting. This is not a family. You are not uh, running a family business. This is a big-time, high-level business. Fire Luke Walton. It's not Luke Walton's fault. She's like, it's such an allegiance. Luke Walton is like a son. Fire him. We all know that that's going to happen. You're going to fire Luke Walton. Okay? Magic Johnson may or may not have uh, done a good job. You can't blame it all on Magic Johnson because things got really fucked up. Listen, I know people say, oh, you're going to blame LeBron. You're going to blame LeBron. Listen, it turned into a circus. It actually turned into an actual circus once LeBron got there. We can say what we want to say. I'm not the person who's going to be the most biased voiced when it comes to uh, anything about LeBron, especially regarding Magic Johnson. I was, I was damn near in tears. My wife came down the stairs. She said, what the fuck is the matter? I said, Magic is on television crying. 
I was crying. It reminded me when he first announced uh, he had the HIV virus. That's what I felt like I was watching. I was like, it's the end of an era. When Magic is upset, I'm upset. If you grew up watching Magic Johnson, uh, there was nothing like it. Not to say that he's the best player ever, but he truly played with such a joy. And he's a, he's a game-changing basketball player. Before Magic Johnson ever played basketball, the thought of a six foot nine, 220 guy handling the ball, dribbling the basketball, a point guard who's six foot nine. Magic Johnson is six foot nine. In his prime, he's about 220, 225 pounds. It literally looked like a, a less athletic LeBron James. He changed basketball. But not only did he change the game of basketball, he brought the joy. He brought the smile. He invented. He brought the high five to the NBA. I know some people that listen to the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast uh, loyally are younger than me. And if you didn't see it, you just watched the grainy highlights. They're not in high def. You can't really get it. But if you watched him night in, night out, the interviews that you saw, the interviews that you didn't see, the best way to look at it is, is the documentaries. Watch those documentaries, Larry versus Magic. Uh, the magic documentary, uh, the 30 for 30, uh, the announcement, it's called the announcement. Watch it, rewatch it, and you'll see why people uh, uh, who grew up with Magic Johnson just have such adoration for him. He's a one-of-a-kind uh, personality. He's a one-of-a-kind person. I, I, the last time I got to spend time in magic with Magic, it was at a birthday party of a friend of mine. We were in a little room, okay, and, and it was a private room, and every single person that came over to Magic, who he didn't know, fans, and they, they come over in droves. Every single person that came over to greet Magic, to say hello to Magic, to say, it's so nice to meet you, can I get a picture with you? I watched him at a private event, get up, he's six foot nine. You know how hard it, I'm six foot three. You know how hard it is for me to get up out of a table behind it? He was sitting with, you know, in the uncomfortable part. I was sitting where you could get up back your chair up. He was sitting there in a booth. He got up, gave everybody a pound, gave everybody a hug, took every picture with every single person. This is truly the magic of Magic Johnson. It's not made up. When you're around him, you see just a special person. I'm not saying he's superhuman. He's not God. He just has this quality about him. And he's always had it. He's always had it. That's, that's why he's special. That's why he's so beloved. But to watch him last night call this impromptu press conference, I don't think it was handled correctly. Obviously, him and Jenny Bush or Jeannie B Bus. I don't know why I keep calling her Jeannie Bush. Bush. Jenny Bus. They're very close. He didn't tell her. This has probably been brewing. She probably said, you can't leave me. You can't leave me. Don't fucking leave me. I need you. He's like, fuck this nonsense. I'm done. I'm done with the Lakers. I'm done being a president of basketball operation. I want to go back to being me. I want to go back to being a free agent. I want to go back to just having fun. He said all this in the press conference. Miles Jordan, play the clip. And also, I've been thinking about the great meetings I had with Jeannie the last couple of days. And... You know, I love her as a sister. And uh, 
So today, I'm going to step down as the president. And um, I think I don't want to, her and I have such an amazing relationship. And I think that um, she gave me full power to do what I wanted to do. But I think that uh, with her and I, I want to always preserve our relationship and, and love her. And then I think that I had more fun when I was able to be the big brother and the ambassador to everybody. You know, I thought about Dwayne Wade retiring tomorrow and I can't even tweet it out. I can't be there. Obviously, we can't blame LeBron for all of this. Magic is his own man. Players are coming to Los Angeles to either play with LeBron or not play with LeBron. Magic Johnson is not a player anymore. He is very charming. He does hold a lot of weight. He is very persuasive. He does close deals. He's become a tremendously successful businessman. Can we blame Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard? Yes. Yes, I'll f I'd rather blame Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard than LeBron James for this. Can we blame Poppy? Can we say Magic Johnson is better at his job than old-ass Poppy on that tired-ass show with Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard, and Stu fucking Gotts? Those guys are bums. It's a tired old trick. It's a tired old trick. Maybe at one point some people thought it was cool. Same fucking thing day after day, and it was never dope. Am I upset? Am I rambling? Yes. Does anything regarding Magic Johnson get me upset? Yes. I love the guy. I love the guy. I, I've said this before. I'll tell you a story. In 19, probably 1991, after Magic Johnson had made the announcement, I had just come to Los Angeles. I was about 21. Could have been 1992. I was on Sunset near Doheny. If you're from Los Angeles, you know what Doheny is. If you're not from uh, Los Angeles, uh, you have no idea what Doheny is. But it's kind of going towards that really plush part of Beverly Hills and Bel Air, California that you see in all the movies and all, all that. I was at a stoplight. Boom. I see Magic Johnson in a drop-top Mercedes-Benz pull up right next to me. I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, oh shit. And I've seen Magic before. I've met Magic before, but I had never seen Magic before after the announcement, after the HIV announcement. This is very personal. I pray every night. I don't have any long, fancy prayers, but I do my prayers for my thankfulness. I do my prayers to ask for uh, people around me's health and, and people around me's good fortune. And there are a few people specifically that I ask for good health and good things around. One of those people, to this day, to this day, I've never changed my prayer, I've, I've added on to it, but to this day, I say, please help, please take care of magic. I always say that every single night. He means that much to me. Is it silly? Yeah. Does Magic Johnson uh, give two shits about me, Michael Rapport? Probably not. But he meant so much to me. And when that happened with him with the HIV, like it was, it was like, a, it was like, 
it was like like the fear of something happening to Superman or to Batman or to Iron Man or or to just somebody that just brought you so much joy that I keep him in my prayers every single night. So when I saw Magic pull up next to me, uh, you know, of course, everybody knows Magic. He's in L.A. He's in a drop-top Mercedes-Benz. It was a beautiful day. The sun was shining. And I said to Magic, yo, yo, Magic. I'm pulled up right next to him. And he, you know, smiled at me, pointed at me. He didn't know who the fuck I was. You know, I'd met him in passing. I wasn't a famous actor, iconic actor that I am today. Well-known, uh, uh, great shit talk. I wasn't, wasn't at that level back then. I said to Magic, I pray for you every single night, Magic. And he looked over to me and gave me that great smile. And he said, I appreciate that. I love you. And drove off. That's a true story. I love this guy. I adore Magic Johnson. So to see this happen, to see him getting criticized, I know he's a person. He's a flawed dude. Just like me. Just like my father. Just like everybody listening. We're all fucking flawed. flawed. Nobody is above or beyond these things. But I wanted him to do well. I hated to see him upset. I still have that childlike affection for him. And somehow, some way, it all goes back to Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard. Magic will bounce back. He'll continue doing his thing. He'll continue uh, being successful in business. And, and the Lakers will somehow, uh, some way, uh, figure out what they're going to do. But I want to say this. Jeannie Buss, this isn't a family business. This isn't a, a, an old pizzeria or a shoemaking business that's uh, been working and functioning in the Los Angeles area since uh, the 60s. It's the fucking Los Angeles Lakers. You need to hire killers. You need to hire hard, tough-nosed businessmen that are going to get that fucking franchise back to where it deserves to be. Just like the New York Knicks need to do the same thing. There's none of this uh, 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 fucking, you know, living in the past and all that stuff. There's none of this loyalty. Stop fronting that this is like a family business. When you want to fire somebody, you want to fire somebody. LeBron James doesn't want Luke Walton. Get rid of him. Get rid of him so he could find another job. He'd be great as the Sacramento Kings coach. Get rid of him and get rid of Brian Shaw so those guys could put their names and their resumes in the hat to find other jobs in other places because it's not going to work. It's not going to work with the Lakers. It's been a shit show all season. Last night, Anthony Davis showed up to his last game. Might be. they st- Yo, don't, don't think that uh, Anthony Davis is necessarily leaving New Orleans and the New Orleans Pelicans. They don't have to trade that fucking guy. They, they most likely will, but they, they own his rights. See, these guys get it twisted. They all think they're Jay-Z. Jay-Z was independent. Rockefeller. Dame Dash. Kareem Biggs Burke. Hove. Independent. See, you're not independent. You're a basketball player. You're part of a league. Your contract, your rights as a basketball player are owned and controlled by someone else, Anthony Davis. You got bad fucking advice from LeBron, from Rich Paul. And Anthony Davis, who's beloved, no one, no one had a problem, showed up to his last game in New Orleans last night with a t-shirt that says, that's all, folks. That's how you want to leave New Orleans? Anthony Davis, do you want to be booed the next time you come back to New Orleans? 
You show up with a t-shirt that says, that's all, folks. And then he says in a press conference afterwards, oh, that's what my, that's what my stylist uh, had, had left out for me. Oh, so you, you can't dress yourself? You don't know that uh, showing up with a that's all, folks, to your last game in New Orleans is disrespectful to those fans, is disrespectful to your teammates? You, you don't want to leave uh, with things being good. You, you, you want to leave uh, where they burn your fucking jersey. See, they not have a right to burn your jersey. So you're saying that's all, folks. So they say, that's right. That's all, folks. We're burning your jersey. And when you come back, they boo your ass. It didn't have to be that way. That's bad advice. You can't dress yourself. Are, are, are you going to the Academy Awards? What the fuck do you need a stylist to dress you for? You're 26 years old. You can't figure out what to wear to a basketball game while you're sitting on the bench because you're sitting out the rest of the season? Bad advice. Bad advice. Get rid of Rich Paul. Don't listen to LeBron James. LeBron James does not have your best interest, Anthony Davis. He has his best interest. Don't be a sucker-for-love-ass trick. Hire a businessman who is in the Anthony Davis business. LeBron James will always be in the LeBron James business first. And learn to dress yourself. And if you're going to wear a That's All Folks t-shirt, own it. Own it. Be like, yeah, you know, it's been a crazy year. I love the fans of New Orleans. And I was just making a joke. Own it. Stop this fucking, oh, I don't know. I didn't know. If, if maybe you should, maybe you say, oh, you fire your stylist. Instead of getting rid of Rich Paul, maybe fire your stylist for putting that out there because it makes you look bad. Now you look like an asshole, Anthony Davis. And I don't think Anthony Davis is an asshole. I think he's got bad fucking advice from Rich Paul and he got bad advice from a stylist. Is Rich Paul your stylist? Is LeBron James your fucking stylist? Fellow Dream Team member. I mean, this was a crazy day for basketball in general yesterday. It's one of the craziest days for basketball ever. Probably the craziest, craziest day. If you look at just basketball, the landscape of basketball, and the, the accumulation of crazy things that happened just yesterday in basketball, fellow uh, Dream Team alumni, Chris Mullen, Another guy who pulls at my heartstrings stepped down from a head coaching job at St. John's University. Um, he did fine there. He did good there. He had his moments. He brought some, some, some good talent to uh, St. John's. None of these guys want to play at St. John's. They either want to go to Kentucky or they want to go to Duke. I don't, I don't get it. If I was a young dude uh, being in New York City, living in Queens... Having uh, uh, New York City and Soho and Greenwich Village and Brooklyn uh, at my access at all times, that would be something that I would think uh, was way doper than going to fucking Chapel Hill or fucking Kentucky. Who the fuck wants to be 18 years old living in Kentucky? There's nothing dope. There's nothing sexy about that. But uh, who am I? Making New York your backyard coming from wherever the fuck these kids come from. They're Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, playing in New York City, playing in Madison Square Garden, being able to get on a train, get in an Uber, and be right there in Greenwich Village, all the shopping, everything that comes with being going to Harlem, playing at the Rucker during the summertime, showing up, yo, from St. John's. 
We got blah, 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 blah in the house. That's dope. You don't get any of that shit in North Carolina, Duke, or any of that. I know, I know that those programs are way more accomplished than St. John's, but I, I thought it was going to work out for Chris Mullen. He did a good job there. He also stepped down yesterday. I'm always going to be in my feelings for these guys. These are my childhood idols. Chris Mullen, uh, he's left-handed. He's slow. Played on the dream team with Magic. He also stepped down uh, as the coach, uh, the head coach of St. John's University. That shit fucked me up. Dwayne Wade played his last game in Miami last night. That had me in my feelings also. Before the Magic Johnson press conference, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I shed a tear with my wife watching uh, this Dwayne Wade tribute that was online. Watching uh, uh, the pregame, his speech, uh, thanking the Miami Heat fans and his Miami Heat teammates. Class, all fucking class. D-Wade, all class. As much as I hated the Miami Heatles and as much as I just couldn't stand what that was going to do and what that was doing to the NBA, as much as I really, that's my least favorite team that's ever been a part of the NBA. And I've hated the Boston Celtics. I, I got to admit, I hated the Boston Celtics with Larry Bird and McHale on them more. I, I, I did hate that team more because that was like a 10, 10 year stretch. I fucking hated that team. That was like through all of the 80s. It was like 80, 90, 91, whenever it ended, I, I did hate that team more. Um, I hated the Indiana Pacers with Reggie Miller. I hated that fucking team with the Davis boys. But I definitely, it was probably the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heatles that I hated the most. But I never, ever hated Dwayne Wade. Of course, I hated LeBron James. I hated my guy Fisdale, who's now a friend of mine and who's now the head coach of the, my, uh, the New York Knicks. I hated it. I was like, who's this goofy motherfucker, four-eyed fuck, always talking and screaming and on the bench and making a big... I hated him. I hated Pat Riley. I hated all of them, but always respected Dwayne Wade, always loved the way he played the game, and my venom was always towards LeBron James. Dwayne Wade was beloved. Classy speech last night, thanked every one of his teammates on the Miami Heat roster by name. It was genuine. He didn't make a big to-do about it. He didn't make it all about himself. He made it all about the fans, made it all about Miami, made it all about his teammates, and made it all about the Miami Heat organization class. He stepped down. He's playing his last game tonight in Brooklyn. Miami Heat has been eliminated from the playoffs. Dirk Nowinski, done, announced his last game. Dirk, it's time. I've never been graceful. You look like me running out there. You look like every single thing hurts when you move. Dirk, ridiculous, vicious, nasty, cold-blooded killer, champion, bust your ass, scoring machine, change the game. Change the game. The best European player, best non-American, he's German. Best non-American player to ever do it. Sorry. I mean, Steve Nash, but he's Canadian. That don't count. He's right there. Don't really count. I mean, it counts, but it don't count the same way. Like, Dirk Nowinski was like, what? This fucking guy, you know, you know what I'm saying. 
let's say non-English speaking, he's gone. These guys are gone from the NBA. They're, they're done. This is it. Dirk Nowinski gone. Dwayne Wade gone. Dwayne Wade scored 30 points last night. Dwayne Wade could absolutely play another season. And I'll tell you this. I will tell you this. Listen, LeBron James was destined to go back to Cleveland. It was destined for him to win that championship. But look it up. Dig. Dig. Look it up. Even listen to Dick Stain, Dan Lebetard. Find some old interviews. Find some old articles. One of the reasons why LeBron James left the Miami Heat is because the Miami Heat and Pat Riley were not letting him take over that fucking franchise. I am telling you that is a fact. That is not hating. Pat Riley was like, no, you fucking friends. The guys that uh, Phil Jackson referred to as a posse. Then that was used as some racial thing. You're not running this fucking team. You guys are not taking over this team. Trust me, look it up. Pat Riley wasn't having that shit. Okay? He wanted to go to Cleveland. You can't put it all on, all on Pat Riley. But Pat Riley was like, nah. You motherfuckers aren't taking over this entire franchise. You're not running it. That's real shit. Uh, another huge thing that happened in the NBA last night. Jamal Crawford. Jay Cross. Friend of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Remember he wasn't signed to a team? Jamal Crawford wasn't signed to a team. He had no NBA contract up until the very, very last second until the Phoenix Suns signed him. 51 points last night. 50, yo, he put up 51 points. Okay? Yes, it was, it was, it was against the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, it was kind of like a, a non-important uh, game. It was Dirk's last game. Uh, uh, all the attention was on, him, was on him. Jamal Crawford scored 51 points. Sign him to a, re- a legitimate contract, a two-year deal. Because he still gets busy. One of these things that I don't like about the NBA, they try to rush these older players out. You need guys like Jamal Crawford in the league. You need them to teach These young players, how to be pros, how to take care of their money, how to be a professional basketball player. Not not the the, the technical aspects, but like life in the NBA, he's good to have on a roster. Why do you want to rush these guys out of the league? Why should they they be scratching, clawing at 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 the surface to get a contract? This is a classy guy. He's beloved. He was respected, and he scored 51 points last night. He will not have a contract going into next season. It's fucking terrible. Also, the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, watch out. Watch out. They beat the Rockets' ass last night. It was all hands on deck. The Oklahoma Thunder, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they played the Rockets. Russell Westbrook, the guy that 109 NBA players Voted as the most overrated player in the league. He's not fucking around. If if Russell Westbrook is overrated, I don't want to be right. To quote the great Gladys Knight, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. That's insane. Everybody should be as overrated as Russell Westbrook. Uh, they are playing the Rockets if all things... There's a couple of games. Tonight Tonight is the last night in the NBA. Okay, tonight the Rockets, the Nuggets, 
and the Blazers are playing for the two through fourth seed. Things could change. The Thunder, Spurs, and Clippers are playing for the sixth through eighth seed. Make sense? Not really. Make sense? I get it. I didn't explain it well. Donovan Mitchell also, he ain't fucking around. Remember when they said earlier in the year he had a sophomore slump? Nah, the motherfucker scored 46 points last night. I love that guy. I love Donovan Mitchell. Other things that have happened in the NBA, the Hornets, the Hornets are looking like they are going to be the eighth seed uh, in the Eastern Conference, which means we have Kemba Walker, Kemba Walker and Michael Jordan in the NBA playoffs, which is always good. Listen, this is a this is a dress rehearsal for life after LeBron. This is a dress rehearsal for the NBA after LeBron James. There's so many players, there's so many stars, there's so many great personalities. You got Russell Westbrook, he's overrated. The overrated Russell Westbrook, because he's not friends with you guys, because he tells you to fuck yourself and then dunk it on your head, he's overrated. No, he's underrated if you ask me. Yes, listen, would he be able to get a triple-double in the old NBA when there was hand-checking? Probably not, but he's the only one doing it now. The guy is a tenacious savage out there. It's an artistic expression to watch Russell Westbrook play the game. It is an artistic expression. For a guy to play as hard as he plays every single night, we know his flaws. We know sometimes he cannot be the best uh, teammate. Uh, Sometimes he doesn't make the right passes at the right time. It is an artistic expression like Jackson Pollock. To play that hard is a thing of beauty. That's why Paul George stayed with him and was like, I don't want to fuck with LeBron. I'm not piggybacking on this guy. Both those guys are Los Angeles guys. You think they don't, uh, uh, you think they're staying in Oklahoma City for the sushi? You think that Paul George is staying in Oklahoma City uh, uh, for the great nights out? He stayed in Oklahoma City to play with Russell Westbrook to say, fuck the rest of these guys, fuck LeBron James. We're going to try to do it on our own. Listen, the NBA is fantastic. The NBA always has been fantastic. Dirk's gone. Dwayne Wade is gone. LeBron James is not in the playoffs. The NBA playoffs will be fantastic. There will be drama. This offseason, the NBA will have drama. Who's going where? Who's going to coach the Lakers? Is fucking Ty Lue going to bring his big oversized suits to L.A.? Is Jawan Howard, former uh, Fab Five Michigan guy who's been to Miami on the bench for like 17 seasons as an assistant coach, seems like, is he going to get a shot? Is Jerry West coming back to the Los Angeles Lakers? All of it's going to be great. I love it all. I love the NBA. Is the Greek freak going to take the Milwaukee Bucks? Can you imagine the NBA Finals with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Warriors? The NBA is going to be freaking out. Are people going to watch? Do not worry. This is a dress rehearsal for life after LeBron. The guy can't play forever. All right? I'm upset. I'm confused. 
We lost Chris Mullen. We lost Magic Johnson. We lost Dwayne Wade. And we've lost Dirk Nowinski in one night. They're done. Okay? But we have so much to look forward to with these playoffs. We have Kyrie. We have the Greek Freak. We have Donovan Mitchell. We have all the guys on the fucking Golden State Warriors. We have James Harden. We have Russell Westbrook. We have Paul George. We have Kemba Walker and Michael Jordan. And so much more to look forward to in these NBA playoffs that start this Saturday. This was, this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. This was, this is an emergency podcast. Miles Jordan, take me out of here with something real nice, something real proper, but most importantly, something real funky. I gotta go ice my head and fix and help try to remove the plants, the trees in my backyard that have went down. There are trees that have fallen down in my backyard. Have a great day, have a safe day, and enjoy the NBA tonight and all through the playoffs. You know I will be there play by play. Move by emotional move. Done. Done.